Hello and welcome to another episode of the 1 160 of a second photography podcast. Many of you who've listened to my previous podcast know that really my main area of photography is portrait photography and portraiture, maybe fashion shoots and street photography. Now there's one location I really like to go to to do these type of shoots and that's London. I'm going to talk about why I picked London for my favourite location for fashion and portrait shoots and for street photography. So stay tuned to find out more. So when I do portrait work and portrait photography and fashion shoots, I generally like to do it on location, really, because it keeps my costs down. I could do it in a studio, but then you've got to pay for the studio, you've got to hire a space. And I've done that before and I brought my own backgrounds and I've had productive shoots and things. But doing it out on location, you get something different, you get a varied background. You can't control it as much and you can't use lights, which is something that... I do like to use, I do like to use lights because I'm really into flash and strobism and flash photography, but to do it well and have control over it, you really want to do it indoors, but doing it indoors does really elevate the prices and the cost of photography. So unless I'm doing something really specific or the weather is dreadful, I generally like to go and do location photography. I generally like to do a location shoot for my portrait or fashion work. So places around me, they're not going to look very good really where I live. The danger of doing shoots where you live is you end up going to the same places again and again and again or you can't get much variation between your shoots. Let's say you live out in the countryside and you do your shoots outside. Well, everything's going to look like the countryside. So I like to go to London and for me, I can be in London in half an hour from where I live. So getting to London is easy. It doesn't cost too much. I go in on the train. I never drive in London. I've driven to London once and oh, I will never drive again. And worst of all, I got charged congestion charge as well. So never again. So I can get in easily, but also it gives me access to people who maybe were a bit far away to do a shoot with. So let's say there's someone I want to shoot with in Southampton. Well, going to Southampton's quite a way for me. It's quite a drive. I have to maybe go down the M25. And for other people to get to me from Southampton, that would be a big drive for them. But London's in the middle and we can both get to London. That's okay. So going to London allows me to sort of widen my area. I can work with people from London. I can work with people from south or east or west who are in sort of London's proximity. You can get the train into London. So it's a great meeting point to work with other people. And what I really like about London is you've got this fantastic urban landscape. You can do shoots where the background is recognisable. So you can go down onto the Thames and it's instantly recognisable. You can go down streets and you can't recognise it as London. You can be really creative with the background and there's so many very different backgrounds. You can up high on a car park or a tall skyscraper that you wouldn't be able to do where I live so for that urban look it's really good because there's loads and loads of buildings in sort of central London you get this really good open shade so in the summertime you don't want harsh shadows but if you're shooting down like a side street then you've got big areas of shade if I get the train I come into Euston and quite often I can just meet someone at Euston and I can work in the area around Euston and I can find completely different things. There's always something new. There's always a little side street you can go down that gives you a completely transformed look. Urban, gritty, high fashion. I've even had shots that look like they're shot in New York, but, but they're not. They're shot in London. My backyard is great. So the backgrounds can be really powerful and really striking because you can get some really high contrast, high city and backgrounds in. And you can get old back. When I say backgrounds, your background can be old London, it can be cobbled streets. You could go to Borough Market that has a distinct look. 
or it could be big white walls, or it could be big black walls. I did a shoot with someone once, and we're in London. We met in Notting Hill. So we had this old sort of, these shots that were old and had an old look to them. And then we came across this um, building site. And the building site, I think it was going to be a block of flats or a big housing development. And they put up very large sort of wooden panels so people couldn't get in quite rightly. And they'd slapped advertising on them. So I got the model to stand in front of this sort of black and white arrow. And the, and the arrow is pointing to her. And I did a black and white shot. Really good. It came out really well. So you can get very abstract things. Very abstract backgrounds. Get people to fit in. Dirty side streets. Big tall buildings. Big glass buildings. You can also find quiet spaces. You can also find green spaces. So there's absolutely loads of spaces to shoot with in London. And the best thing about shooting in London is the people they do not care fantastic they're too busy and i'll talk about that later when i talk about street photography but they're too busy going about their business so they are rushing from a to b they're not going to stop and stand and stare at you like i do get other places they're not going to sort of rock up and have a watch and see what's going on so what i find when i shoot with people is a lot of people sort of are interested particularly if i'm using flash if it's a female model people are a bit more interested and what i've actually had is i've shot with a female model and a bike's gone past i've thought nothing of it and a while later a bike's gone past and i've i've thought i've seen that i'm sure i've seen that bike before and a moment later a bike goes past and, and it's the same person going round and round and round just to sort of have a look at this female model or have a look at what we're doing there's also some really interesting buildings in London, which are quite abstract. And if you get the time of day right, it, it can sort of be deserted and you can get some really interesting shots. But going back to people in London, they're not really going to bother you. They're not going to ask what you're doing. They'll just sort of want to get out of your way and walk past you. Whereas if you go somewhere else, sometimes you can be waiting for people to um, get, get out of the way and stuff. It's less likely in London. You can get some really good shots of, of the bridges and going across the bridges and actually I, I've done that I've again really crowded going across Millennium Bridge but I've managed to sort of get shots of people across Millennium Bridge and that's been okay and people haven't gawped and stared who've ended up sort of in the picture as well so that leads me on to street photography so London is ideal for street photography generally where you live is not ideal for street photography generally where you live there isn't much going on for street photography you need to not be noticed and you need to be not inconspicuous, but you need to not be noticed. And for you not to be noticed, people need to be engrossed in what they're doing. If there's two people on a street and one of them's just sat waiting and you're the other person, you're the street photographer, well, they're probably going to notice you and it's going to be awkward. If they don't notice you, it's not going to be awkward. They're not going to behave any differently and you're going to get a good picture of them doing what they're doing on the street. Really, for street photography, you need to go somewhere crowded where there's lots going on, where there's people trying to get from A to B as quickly as they can, or they're engrossed in something, and London's really good for that. You wouldn't go on the tube and, and do street photography on the tube because people are sat down, and when they're sat down not doing anything, they're more alert to things around them. But when they're walking or when they're going to an event or they're in some sort of event or they're traveling or commuting or trying to get to work and they're in a rush or they're queuing up for something and they've got a goal in mind like I must get that cup of coffee or come on I want that cup of coffee or I've got to get to work on time or I'm really enjoying this they're not going to notice someone taking a picture and London is ideal for that if you go to your local town or city or village 
you won't get that. A while ago when I was in London, I was in the South Back Centre and I walked into a food festival. Fantastic opportunity for street photography because people are doing things. They're queuing up for food or they're trying food or they're talking to their friends or they're drinking or they're seeing what's going on or they're trying to do something and they have not noticed me. Whereas if I walked into a local McDonald's, even though people are doing the same thing, they're getting food and they're eating it, they would notice me. I I would stand out. But you can blend in with a crowd. So if there's a crowd and they're doing something and it's purposeful, then you're actually not going to get noticed. There's also lots of good characters in London. It's very multinational London. There's lots of different people from all walks of life. And generally, they seem less likely to be offended by photography. So I think the last time I did a bit of street photography in London, I saw someone with amazing hair. And I went up to them and they were just standing there playing on their phone in the middle of a really crowded street and I could have taken a picture of them and they wouldn't have noticed but I thought actually I'd like to do a street portrait so I went up to them and I asked them you're probably thinking why am I going to tell you this story when I tell you this bit but they looked really confused when I asked them and they said why do you want to take my picture and I said oh you, you look really interesting I'd really like to take your picture and they said oh no I, I, I don't want you to and, and that was that but one I had the confidence to do it one I came across the person who I don't think I would have come across that that person with that look just anywhere it happened to be she was in London but I don't think that type of interesting person is so readily available where I live and two it was nice and crowded people weren't stopping and staring it was just a shame she didn't agree learning to talk to strangers and learning to take street portraits is something i wanted to do i know i'm going to get knocked back so it really wasn't the end of the world that's my first knock back so hopefully my second attempt i won't get knocked back but you get lots of interesting characters and you get lots of interesting characters in interesting areas and you get really diverse backgrounds so going around somewhere like soho or chinatown you've got some really good colors to play with and you might think yeah you could say say the same of any capital city or any or any big town but i do think there is something special about london the next time i go to london i'm gonna attempt to be a bit crafty so i've gone before and when i've done portrait shoots i've taken just single dslr single lens one flash and one modifier and I've taken a light stand and that's not too difficult to carry around. But now because I like to do street photography, I wouldn't want to carry that round with me while doing street photography. When I've done portrait shoots, I've made sure I'm not traveling too much on the tube. I'm not going up and down. I'm in on the train. I maybe one or two tra- tube stops and then I'm done. I'm where I need to be. I can do that and, and then I can go. Actually, now if I go in for that type of shit or any type of shoot or anything to do with London, I like to do a bit of street photography. So if I'm passing through because I'm going somewhere else via the train, I want to have my camera and do a bit of street photography. So I think next time I'm in London, I'm going to try using one of these luggage drops. So a luggage drop has come about from the idea of you check out from your hotel at 10 o'clock in the morning and your flight's not till 6. Well, what are you going to do? You might as well have another day's holiday or half a day in your city. But you're not going to want to go sightseeing and carrying your luggage around with you. Well, there are now websites that allow you to drop your luggage somewhere and pick it up later and they're generally places like shops and hotels there isn't actually a company that sort of hosts their own web service and does it from what i can see basically there's companies that they're a website company and they they let you store your luggage in a place and then they pay the place and they take their commission that's how it works so you can store them in sort of shops corner shops hotels restaurants that sort of thing 
And I've been looking at this in, in and around the Euston area. So my idea is I'll go into London to do a portrait shoot, maybe take some lights, maybe one stand because I don't have an assistant to come with me. Oh, poor me. I don't have someone to hold my lights. I wish I did, but, but I don't. I would do my shoots and then I would drop that stuff and maybe take my DSLR with me and my compact camera leave all the heavy stuff and be free to do street photography come back a couple of hours later pick it all up and, and go home and that would cost me maybe five pounds to drop my luggage somewhere and you get insurance and stuff and i'm not going to take my really expensive kit i'm going to be quite selective about what i take but that's my plan for next time combine both my loves of portrait photography and street photography do it while i'm there in london it doesn't cost me much to get in and get a travel card store my equipment have a bit of lunch, have a coffee, have a nice day out and then get home and have loads of images to check through and edit. Let me know what you think. Do you have a favourite place that you like to shoot? Don't forget you can check us out on YouTube if you want to listen to all these shows at your desktop, maybe while you're doing a bit of work. Don't forget to leave a review on iTunes, I'd really appreciate that. And we're also on Spotify as well now, so you can access the show in many places and you can support it via Patreon if you want to. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>